2: Hello and welcome back to another episode of In Focus. Uh, this week we're in focus with the Butter Pie Podcast, uh, and we're joined with Ollie tonight. How are you, mate? I'm good, thanks, Tommy. How are you? Yeah, I'm not too bad. Yeah, um, of course we're going to be talking about the game tonight and uh, sort of getting a bit of to know about what we can expect from Preston on the weekend. Uh, but first, I'd just like to ask you, Ollie. Um, obviously, being a Preston fan yourself, uh, what got you into supporting the team?
1: I reckon you know you could ask this to any fan, Tommy, any P and E fan, and it's got to be family orientated. Yeah. Um, obviously I got it forced upon me, so it was it was one of those where it was like, you know what, I'm suffering, so you're suffering as well. So uh, it's character through the family, and to be fair, there's there's now this little dilemma. I know you meant to support your local as well, and obviously Preston's my local team, so. You know, it's the local team and uh, certain members of my family support them, so it kind of got forced upon me rather than rather than any uh, choice, to be fair to you, Tommy. Mm.
2: There's that sort of pride with supporting a local team as well. It's community as well, yeah. I. It's uh, great to hear that is. Um, Ice
1: cream, man. Sorry, man.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't worry. Adam, I might go bust in one of these. Oh, right. you know, There's always background noise in these there things. There we go. Um, <laughs> So it's great to hear about how you got into Preston. Um, yeah. Th- th- these questions, these next two questions, could technically be rolled into one, but uh, I'll ask them both at the same time. Uh, earliest Preston memory: What's the uh, what was your earliest? Oh,
1: um, my earliest Preston memory um, would probably be losing in the 2005 playoff final against West Ham at the Millennium Stadium. Yeah, it's a, it's a rough, rough first memory, to be fair. Uh, and I, I think another, another memory that springs up, because I started going to games when I was like five, six. And, and the I know I, the memory of the player final wasn't so vivid, but the one that I do remember most was playing at home against Burnley. It could have been 2006 or whatever, and I, I was there with my uncle. And it was a packed-out deep, bill, and I think it was that moment that made me think, you know what, it's packed out, the atmosphere's amazing, I get to watch football, you know, I want to do this all the time. And from then on, I've just stuck by it. But if if I didn't take out my first memory of the playoff loss yeah. and thought, you know what, I'll switch to, you know, someone who wins, mm. I might not be here right now, but... Uh, yeah, yeah, I've stuck through them through thick and thin and here we are to this day, Tommy, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> That's
2: great to hear that. It's, is that one that you, is that you? the first game you went to or is, have there been once
1: before? Oh, what, 2005? Oh, we're going... I, I, I might have been taking on a couple more, to be fair, by my uncle, but no, I, I, the first one I remember was 2005 playoff final. I think he took me to one of the playoff semi finals but I can't mm. remember it as much as anything but yeah the, the trip down to Cardiff I remember vividly and obviously yeah. the the game wearing wearing a little little P E shirt that doesn't <laughs> fit <for> anything. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> yeah um first game playoff final loss probably not the greatest greatest memories but mm. you know here we are. <laughs> yeah yeah I suppose so. Was it was it how, how much do you lose by in that game or was it a bad I think we lost, I think we lost, uh, it was either 1-0 or 2-1, it was against oh, right. West Ham, West yeah. Ham, was it West Ham? I swear it was, it was either West Ham or Bolton, I'd lose <laughs> my mind here, honestly. You're trying so, to condense
2: the memory from the bad yeah, movie. Con-
1: yeah. yeah, you've got me thinking back to Burnley and Man City at home, you know, with Vassell, Darius Vassell up top for Man wow. City. You'd, That's
2: a name, isn't it? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, yeah, it's great to hear about um, your early memories of Preston and being a Preston North End fan. Um, but obviously, coming to the present day, uh, you're currently a 10th in the league. Uh, as of recording, this might change in a, a couple of days or whatever. Um, but you've started off with two wins, five draws and zero losses. But I think the uh, impressive fact is that you haven't conceded yet. Um, so how's the start of the season been for you? It's- it's
1: been a confusing one, I can't lie, because I don't think any North End fan would have expected to be sat here, you know, seven games in, seven clean sheets. It had been massively, well, our back line, you know, we, you look at it and you look at, at the start of the season with Jordan Story, who did go out on loan to Sheffield Wednesday last season. And, you know, he didn't really get a look in under Ryan Lowe's was now come in and, you know, force his way through. Liam Lindsay didn't really get much of a say last season. Either mm-hmm. it was Patrick Bauer. And them two have both come into a back three, which you you look at it on paper at the start of the season I think, you know what, we really need to improve this. And losing Daniel Iverson at the end of last season, he went back on loan, uh, well, back... Off his loan to uh, Leicester, I thought he was the best keeper in the league last yeah. season. Um, so that was big shoes to fill. And Freddie Woodman's come in and he's been fantastic. He, his distribution's brilliant. And I'll probably rate him above Iverson now.
2: Yeah. And,
1: but to be fair, with Freddie Woodman, he's not really had much to do. The defenders are putting the bodies on the line. And, you know, oh, although it's not working at the top of the pitch, it's working brilliantly at you know, the back end of the pitch. And, I think the game against Coventry, which has just gone what on Wednesday, it was a massive game, and and if we if we didn't if we didn't win, and you know we ended up with a loss, you look at it and think, well, we scored one in seven, but now two in seven, and you know, he, he looks at the start and you're thinking, you know what, you can proper get up this up this yeah. table because. It's no harm to say that against, you know, the teams that have come, you know, Rotherham. We absolutely tore Rotherham apart and yeah. couldn't find the ball into the back of the net. So, was one of those, you know, we're frustrated at the top of the pitch. We're playing fantastic football. And it was more about getting confidence in into the higher end of the pitch as well. And we, what Ryan Lowe has, has to, like, decide on, and he did it well yesterday, was... His way of playing didn't really suit Emil Reese, and he's our main focal point up top. You know, we okay, were swinging yeah. crosses into the box with Robbie Brady because he's got a fantastic left foot. And Emil Reese is not going to stick his head on and fly in. And we don't really have any strikers to do that. Maybe Chad Evans, but he doesn't really play that much. So Ryan Lowe kind of had to change his system to fit Emil Reese, and it worked yesterday. I know Emil Reese came on and he scored. And, you know, that's going to give so much confidence to Reese, who was linked massively to go to Middlesbrough. And mm. we all thought he was gone at one point. So, going forward, you know, he's got to stick to giving confidence to our strikers because the defence is on fire. The midfield looks stable. Once we we give confidence to our main focal point, I'm sorry, Reese, I think we'll be firing. So... Mm. Unfortunately for you, Tommy, Emory scored scored last game and I feel yeah. like he's going to be bringing that confidence through <laughs> today. Um, fingers crossed for me, obviously, unfortunately for uh, any Blues fans. But mm. yeah, I'm, I'm starting to be a lot more optimistic about, about Halloway that Preston are going about things.
2: Mm. Yeah, I think that we're kind of in a similar situation with strikers or perhaps an attacking threat perhaps going forward. Um, but yeah, like you say, the defense is on fire. But is Freddie Woodman? Is he a um? Is he a Spurs loanee or somebody? Because I feel like I've heard that name before.
1: No, uh, Freddie Woodman. He was signed permanently from Newcastle. Newcastle. So he started. He started yeah. last season. Um, in in the first game of the season when Ronaldo's first game back, in yeah, United yeah. he started in that for Newcastle, mm. and he was uh, England under twenties keeper, Freddie Woodman. So he's obviously worked with. Our assistant manager Mike Marsh, who was yeah. uh, in the England setup, so I think that helps. And you know, we got we got him on a uh, a very cheap deal for what Freddie Woodman is as a keeper. So I'm massively, massively happy with happy with that signing. So uh, yeah, yeah, he's he's fantastic Woodman. So okay. he's he's probably I put it in there for one of our best signings in the past two or three
2: seasons. Okay, yeah, see, is- but, yeah.
1: Yeah, he's he's sort of like
2: giving that good stable foundation at the back. Does that sort of help to sort of perhaps push on towards these next few games? Is that what's sort of the plan for Preston?
1: Yeah, and what I would say is our past few keepers' distribution hasn't really been there. Right. Whereas Freddie Woodman, you know, kind of gives it short. So the second he gets it in his, in his hands, he's always looking for the next pass. And that's either through Ben Whiteman, who's our pivotal point in the middle you know he plays a quarterback role and spreads the ball all over the park or to one of our wide center backs so the thing is with Woodman he gets the ball out quickly to start a counter-attack and I feel like that that, that's what the system's needed for a long time and Mm. you know he's got it nailed down to a T, Woodman and what 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 I would say is his confidence is next level. I saw the post the other day. He was like, "Oh, fantastic three points!" Never mentioned the seven clean sheets whatsoever. Yeah, like it's an incredible achievement. But yeah, I'm, I'm so happy with that signing. Off. Like having a having a poor keeper has to be one of the worst feelings in the world. Oh, absolutely, as a fan. Yeah, you were like, you watch the game, oh, fantastic, and then well, howler goes in, you know, I know mm. Declan Rudd it, Um Yeah, we got to
2: remember that one. <laughs> match, are, like, yeah, so... Yeah, that <laughs> was an incredible moment, that was, I remember watching that. Um
1: How was it kiefton It Kiefenberg. was and
2: Belge, yeah, because it was literally like a, a nothing ball over the top, just it was like a little pass almost, and it went over the top, and Rudd goes to pick it up. It was... Poor technique, you know, you should have your knee behind on the ball at least. It rolls in between his legs into the back. Was it? Was that to make
1: it 1-0 as well? Yeah,
2: the game changed after that. I remember it really well. We were, It was quite close and then as soon as that we goal went in, we just... Defend, like, yeah, exactly. It was just like Adams yeah. and we're going, we were just away then for the rest of the game. It just <laughs> completely changed the game. <laughs> but um, obviously Freddie Woodman's a good stand-up player, but have you got any other sort of big danger players that we could be worried about or, or that you've been really impressed with at the start of the season?
1: So, I, I did mention Ben Whiteman there and he's the pivotal point for pressing off and so if, you know, your manager's listening to this and if he wants to place a player to man-mark Ben Whiteman out the game, you'd have a much better chance at winning the game because mm. seriously, everything goes through Ben Whiteman. You know, he sprays passes here left and centre. i have I've... I've not seen Ben Lightman have a poor game for Preston North End yet. He's been consistently brilliant, at least a 7 or 8 out of 10. Has he been and a new sign-in already? Has he been there for a while? He, I think he's been here for a year and a half.
2: And you still not seen a bad game from him?
1: I've still not seen a bad game from him yet. Wow. He, he's been fantastic. He's he's a replacement for Paul Gallagher. I'm not, I Obviously, Blues fans probably might not understand that, but... Um, yeah, he's he's just there, like, being the massive focal point in the middle of the pitch, spreading balls around. He, he, sits, he sits behind, like, two eight-attacking midfielders and just, like, roams around in that space and just sets play off. Yeah. So, if you mark Ben Whiteman out of the game, you have a good chance of beating Preston North End. That's, yeah. that's as easy as it is. But as of recent, we've been having, you know, one of the eights to be changed into a defensive midfielder as well to kind of help Whiteman, you know, uncover for him. Because at the start of the season with these nil-nils, they just stuck two people on Whiteman and were just there like, well, where do we go Mm. from now? So, yeah, Ben Whiteman's the danger player, even though he he seems subtle and he he doesn't seem like he does much to affect the attacking play. But, you know, if you sit something on Ben Whiteman, everything just
2: crumbles. Mm. So, is it a possession sort of, or or is it possession based that you look to play, or is it more counter attacking?
1: Well, Ryan Lowe's come in and he's said he wants like possession based football. And, you know, that's what we've tried to do as well. And we've got it kind of, but like it's a mix between counter attacking and possession based. Like Mm. it's hard to understand. Like we know we're trying to play this way and trying to keep the ball, but. The second we nip the ball back after counter pressing, we're just onto it. So it's really hard to decide what Ryan Lowe's system is. Whether he wants us to be possession based, I know he says he wants us to be possession based, but you know anything can happen as a P and E fan. You know we got wing yeah. backs who turn into you know right mid, left mid, and attack with seven, and mm. you know we defend with a full five. So. I, I honestly couldn't, couldn't guess yeah. what, we're, what, what we're even playing at p- parts, but fingers crossed it starts working soon because we need we need some more goals. Two goals mm. in seven games doesn't mm. look the best, but fingers crossed more comes this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> well, you might be in
2: for a bit of luck this weekend, but uh, um, we've got a couple more questions before we wrap up of wrap up this um, the uh, well, obviously. You, I don't know whether you feel confident going into this game, but uh, what, what would your prediction be for this, for between us two on the weekend on Saturday?
0: It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win?
1: Birmingham are on a bit of a downer after conceding the last minute, last mm. minute winner to. Uh, well, to clarify, it... we're, we're always on a bit of a downer because
2: we have always just been terrible.
1: <laughs> <laughs> was it? Was it loney as well? Didn't he go on yeah, loan yeah. to you, and
2: oh, and Andes, Yeah, he was a he was quality for us as well. And to be fair, he's still just as good for Norwich. So, um, yeah, it was a bit of pill to swallow. That was that was a yeah. hard one, really.
1: I think we're a bit on a bit of a high at the moment, and. I think momentum's a massive thing in football, mm-hmm. and the defense. I look at the defense, and I can't see us conceded. I know that's weird to say, but I've got the confidence in you know going into games, thinking you know what we're not going to concede. Obviously, we're we're going to concede. It's a forty-six game season, but I just can't see from where the next goal is going to come from for the opposition. Yeah. So if I if I had to put put a like a prediction on it. I'm going to say 2 0 okay. North End. Mm-hmm. Um, I just can't see us conceding. And I, that, that may be rich of me to say, but I just can't see us conceding. I, I mentioned Cardiff. I thought they would score against us, but they have like 22 shots and didn't score. And I'm just mm-hmm. thinking, when is it going to hit at the back of our own net? But if, if Birmingham do score, I want to see how Preston North End react because we've not conceded all season, we haven't gone behind, we, will we have the momentum to, you know, bring us back forward? Say... say, say, <laughs>
2: say do, uh, we'll <laughs> cut that
1: out. <laughs> yeah, say, say, say you do go and score early, I'm unsure how Preston North End will react. Um, we reacted last season under low and, you know, brought back, but, you know, we're thinking, you know, we've not conceded yet at all, so I, I don't know how we're going to react, but I'm going to say we're going to win 2-0. Mm. Our back, Reese to score again. You know, he's, he scores goals in, you know, little blurts of games. You know, what two, three games and then goes a bit quiet for a couple of the others. Yeah. So, Is he a bit of a confidence player? Massive. Massive, yeah. massive confidence player. And, you know, scoring that goal against Coventry on Wednesday probably not put you in good stead, Tommy. So, <laughs> if he if he's 3-0 Tonkin coming
2: on. Oh, <laughs> no. no.
1: I'll I'll, t- I'll take a one nil two nil. I'll take three points, but yeah, yeah I, I'm anticipating North End to win. But obviously, anything can happen in the game of football, and you know, Birmingham Bum- Bum- are a great side, and especially bringing in, well, apparently bringing in Chong. Rumor, um, yeah. well, it looks like it's um, almost done. Well, will he be eligible for the game on Saturday though?
2: I don't know. I've, well, There's a couple of players. I don't. I, I
1: don't. I don't think he would play anyway if he was going to come in. And I think mm. that's massive because Tahith Chong was fantastic for you last season in that yeah. tiny, tiny loan move. But
2: yeah. yeah, I do, think do, do, do we... I think with us, what we've got to try and do is that we've got to try and get some actual football being played because we're going through spells where we look like we've got a, a sort of sit back and a counter attack sort of team. And then in other weeks we don't even look like we can pass the ball a couple of yards, so it's like trying to work out what was what we're in sort of at the moment. Like you were saying that you don't know whether we're a possession, whether you're a possession based or a uh, counter attacking team. Um, so I suppose that's what we need to do. And with players like Chong, he works well in a system that he knows about. So I think mm-hmm. if we brought him in and tried to sort of shoehorn him into a position that he didn't know very well, or tried to put him into a team that he doesn't quite know how to play in, I think. He can get marks out of the game, kind of like our Whiteman. How you Whiteman it is Whiteman, isn't it? Whiteman yeah. Whiteman, yeah. I just had White House in my head then for a second. I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so he's kind of like player as well, I think. Um, but I think two is a fair result. I do think it is. Um, well, I've got one last question for you, and uh, you might have a little bit of thinking time with this. Um, but one word to summarise the game tomorrow. What do you think that could? Uh, on Saturday, sorry, it's Thursday. It's today. What do you think that could be? One word. Yeah. Cagey. Kg, yeah. Kg, hey, I can see that happening. Actually, going sort of would it be kind of back to so, back, uh, end to end? Sorry, and um, a couple of missed chances here and there. Well, I suppose we're going to miss loads of chances.
1: <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I, I think I think everyone will be on the edge of the seat, anticipating. You know, something's going to happen. Um, at Deepdale last time, we came out firing, and mm. Daniel Johnson missed a sitter from I think it was about five yards out. So. I think we'll score early and then it'll be a really, really cagey affair. Yeah. And I think, you know, we'll go neck and neck to like the 89th minute and then we'll nick one later on. It just as just as Dini's going to try and smash one into the town end. But, yeah. <laughs> well, so fingers crossed, does
2: Yeah. Well, Dini's been, Dini, well, most of our players, uh, not just Dini on his own, but have just not been performing, very un- underperforming team at the moment. Um, so I, I could see us getting hammered, but then I could see us perhaps nicking a very scrappy one 0 or something like that. It's one of those things being a Blues fan, unfortunately. You would know, if, <laughs> it's just part it, of being it, a fan.
1: Yeah, it's also one of those games where mm. anything could happen. Like, say, say we're, we're probably you know both aiming for mid-table as it stands. Like P and, e, P and e are always edging for that eleventh place. You know, it's yeah. our home and. I had Birmingham my predictions to be there or thereabouts, you yeah. know, around 14th, around 13th, so I, I, it's I'd, a To just be honest, I'd take that right now in a heartbeat.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I'd absolutely love to finish 14th the season. How unoptimistic is that?
1: <laughs> no, but it's a championship. Anything can happen. It's yeah. the craziest league in the world, Tommy, so, you know, P&E could win 2-0, Birmingham could come, you know, spirits high, you've just signed Chong and do us in 4-0. But so Yeah. I'm optimistic, but I'm still still on edge, and that's why I've gone with KG. KG, yeah.
2: Well, thank you very much, Ollie, for coming on. It's been very, very good much. to have you uh, share your thoughts with us. Um if you'd like to check out the Butter Pie podcast, uh, all the links will be in the description of this video, so you can go check them out. Uh, go give them a follow and go find out what they're all about uh, have a listen to a couple of their episodes I'm sure that uh, you've been releasing a few episodes
1: recently haven't you well especially especially with uh, deadline day coming up and we've not signed anyone we'll be yeah. we'll be having a, a nice episode sometime next week <laughs> about about how the club's going to move forward but yeah mm. yeah um, once every week and yeah wicked yeah Well,
2: uh, yeah, once again, thank you very much, Ollie, for coming on. It's been a pleasure. Uh, Be sure to check out us as well in the description. Uh, And, yeah, that's pretty much about it. Keep right on. Sports Social
0: Podcast Network.
2: Step into the world of power, loyalty.